You ready? We're yes. serious now. Get serious. <laughs> don't, don't tell me to get serious because get serious. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Soul Diaries. I think that's where this is going to go out. And I'm here with Christina, a good friend of mine from Romania, but she lives here in the UK, same as me. We're we're uh, we're exiled here on this little island. <laughs> we're exiles together. And um, today we're going. I'm going to do something a little bit different. As in, I'm going to turn the mic over to Christina, and she's going to be driving the narrative and uh, interviewing me. I'm usually be on on this side asking all the questions. So. Now I get to be in the hot seat <laughs> and answer questions. So that's how this is going to go down. So uh, I'll turn it over to Christine. I don't know if you want to introduce yourself a little bit in terms of you, you what you do, or you just want to jump right on into it. And, <laughs> and I can do a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, go on. Tell us who you are. Hello, hello, and thank you. Wow, it's I don't know. Good to be here again, differently this time. Um, it's just that I always wanted uh, on our music sessions, I was always wanted to ask you some things, but I didn't quite have the time. So it's because I talk too much. Is that what you're saying? I just keep, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, damn, I wanted to get a word in too. (laughs) Because I'm curious to know how people are and how was their week. And you, you like to ask people things about stuff about their lives. And I think it's great, but I, I kind of have a, journalistic background and i also wanted to ask you stuff. <laughs> so, awesome okay yeah. well then you're it you're on a, a great opportunity um yes i'm christina i live in london i work in pr i do some photography and since i met uh, clay you i discovered that i'm into podcasts and radio um, so I wanted to ask you first things first, what does social radio means to you? All right. So social radio is a, a term, uh, the hashtag social radio, I, I kind of adopted um, just in the last sort of several months, really. Um, I've done internet radio for a long time now, for six, seven years now, first with Radio Warwickshire, which is a uh, radio station I co-founded with um, a group of other folks and that ran for a while um, and then I started um, I think the beginning of this year another internet radio station um, the Wisdom Radio so Radio Works was we focus it on we call it a community radio um, internet radio station but it had of course because it's internet it had a sort of global feel to it because we were interacting with people all around the world um, and the idea behind it was it was workshop and community and we had artists and creators and business people and all sorts of people who don't necessarily get a big voice on get a voice on a on mainstream radio and they could have a voice on the internet radio and then i was when i started doing the mixed cloud um live stuff and having people in the chat and having those conversations and then people suggesting songs or sharing memories that they had from a song that we were playing. Um, It felt like being, you know, in a, it was social. 
so we were we all chatting in the chat and we're chatting on the online and kind of driving the music but people are chatting with themselves or chatting with you know us or um and it just felt that that would be the right angle this time instead of community internet radio i thought you know what let's make this thing sort of social again so come on with the expectation that people participate in chat people suggest songs um in accordance with the theme of of that particular show so yeah so it's that so social radio to me is we all gather around our campfire the 21st century equivalent of the campfire which is um and I know radio is a strange term to use because some people say, now, is it just live podcasting? Uh, is it really radio? Because you're not going over to FM and AM, you know, shortwave um, radio waves. You're not doing that. So, you know, what what actually is it? And it's a it's kind of a weird thing because I guess it's, you, you know, we're using radio as in the, um, I guess the, the so I, I don't want to say metaphor. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's it. You know, you have an idea of radio, and it's you know, it's it's focused on audio. It's focused on the chat and the music that's kind of playing. Um, and it's a it's a different feel than TV would be, say. Um, and yeah, so it's always a strange time, but it's not podcasting either, because podcasting, you know, generally like this is going to be a podcast. You know, yes. I can see you now, but this, the final form that this is going to go out in is going to be a podcast and people listen to it on their podcast, uh, reader of choice. And so some might say that the stuff I'm doing on Mixcloud is, um, sort of live podcasting. So, cause it, cause when we're done, it becomes a podcast, um, that people can listen to afterwards. So it's uh, somewhere in that, and I don't, there's no term for it. So it's either, you know, call it, I like social radio because it's nostalgic for the time. You know, I grew up, you know, listening to radio and radio was a big thing back in the days. It's how we got our news, how we found out your new music and stuff like that. I mean, especially finding out new tunes and bands and, oh yeah, I can't wait to get that single. You know, it was that kind of thing. So radio was a big deal. Um, and I think that's the other reason why um, I like the concept of it being social radio and and the connotations of radio in that, you know, you've got Spotify, which, you know, I love Spotify, and I've got Apple Music, and you've got YouTube, and we have got loads of places you can go and have access to all sorts of music. Um, and a lot of it's algorithm-driven, so... The algorithm pays attention to what you listen to, and they say, hey, you might like this playlist. And Gone is, uh, you know, you and I, guess, like, you've introduced me to loads of songs that I've never heard before, the groups I've never actually listened to. You know, you got brought me back into thinking about uh, Neo Soul and exploring some of the artists there. And um, and so that's the other part of this for me. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a human-to-human music discovery. Uh, which is how we used to do it back in the days. <laughs> so, uh. yeah. I was more intrigued about the mission behind um, because I don't, I don't think we have to fit in the boxes and to give a definition about radio. But I realized that this concept of social radio kind of uh, builds communities. People are telling stories, are sharing information 
and music. And then what I liked is that listeners have the power to control what they want to talk about or what they want to listen. As you said, we may we did a neo soul session. Mm. We are free to maybe do a salsa session or yeah, Cuban salsa music or whatever. So um, yes, I wanted to to see this exchange between you and the listeners, and no one gets to control. No one have has the supreme power. I have the supreme power because <laughs> I don't have to play the tune. But no, I know what you mean. <laughs> we're, we're making the show together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interaction, and um, it was a, a, another question I had. It was not next on the list, but I think now it's more uh, relatable with with the first uh, with my first question, like. How do you think that um, this social radio concept and podcasts and recordings helps people nowadays? And hmm. when I say nowadays, it's about the actual context. Besides, um, yeah, entertainment and music. And for me, for example, it has been something um, you can do more than what you're doing right now. You can start a new podcast which would be uh, so social radio or, or yeah, mm. going live in a podcast. So do you think that this concept uh, offers people the means to start doing something new? Because you have Digital Calm with Naomi, which is how I found out about you. You have Try All You Want. Uh, you have your single sessions. Um, so, yeah. How hmm. how do you think that social radio helps people? Hmm. So again, I think it's um, so there's and it's and I I have a internal battle on this one because I love audio and radio and the podcast. One of the things I like about podcasts is um, you don't have to be messing around with video and lighting and all that sort of stuff, and you have to tell the story with your words and create images of some people's you know in their mind with your words and. And it's a co-created because you're listening to my words, but there's no imagery to to show you what it is. So you, the list, listener, creates the picture in their mind. So we're co-creating, even um, though you know, because you have to supply the images in your own mind. Because on the radio you, you can't see, and so you know, I have the internal battle. I know I mixed out. We have the um, video playing and, and and I've asked people and they're like, oh yeah, we like to see how you, you know, who you are and it helps us to know more about you. And um, we can see the enjoyment it, that you have in the music. So they like the uh, sort of video to be on. So, but I always, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, because one of the things I just love about radio is exactly that. I can, I can not be um, held captive by the, machine to look at like you do with a video um you know i could pop it in my ears and you know do the ironing or do some other stuff or go for a walk and um i'm not captivated by having to watch um so but you got to give the people what they want <laughs> so I, I keep the video on which is fine um but how it helps people again because you kind of touched into it in the fact of the um 
the communal aspect of it and the social aspect of it. You know, we come together on a Tuesday evenings, for instance, if it's a digital calm, and we know we're going to be talking about some philosophical or well-being stuff, and you know, people that are into that can come and they can chat and add to the conversation. And um, so we don't approach it as, you know, where the knowledge you just listen and sit there and and listen and ask questions. It's like no, we're exploring the question just the same as everybody else. So people participate and they put their view and you know they you know they're active participants in that discussion um so i like that um i suppose try all you want is more entertainment but even in that aspect you know the people are adding their inputs into it adding their stories to it or they'll share a link based off of something we may have brought up uh in the in the episode so it's that it's that you know it's something that we're co-creating together the the listener and the uh, broadcaster, uh, whereas you know you don't quite get that on sort of commercial radio. It's like you are listening, and yes, you can go onto Twitter and tweet them, and they may read your tweet out on online, but not often because they're driven com- by commerciality and they've got to play the set list of songs and they're going to do their advertising bit, and so you know they they don't have a lot of room to play. Whereas you know we've got loads. We go on all sorts of tangents, um, and you just have time. And yeah, that's, I think that's the that's the the beauty of it for me. Um, and what I'm liking to see and that's happening now, and um, is that you know the same people are starting to come back, and the community is kind of growing, and then they come back. So it's you know it's almost our it's our time to get together to hang out and catch up with each other as we would have done way back in the days is why I was equate radio to the 21st century equivalent to the campfire you know everybody's off doing their thing and then you come we sit around our little digital box and we share stories and music and entertain each other about how our day has been and the stuff we've been you know getting up to so um that's the bit that I really uh enjoy (laughs) So maybe maybe too much because I think um, something that I'm working on now is is streamlining a little bit. So I know the trial you want is going on hiatus for now. So um, I'm rebooting the musical journey show, and you know it's I used to do that show on um, Radio Warwickshire. That was my show then, and the only reason why I did musical journey is because I just love so many different kinds of music. You know, like some people do a rock show, or I'm going to do you know, punk show or EDM or, you know, they just want one genre of music and they go really in depth on that genre of music. Um, But I can't, I can't can't, can't just listen to or do a show on just exclusively in one genre. So the Musical Journey show gives me um, license to play whatever the heck music I want to play and explore whatever theme I want to play. Uh, or explore um so that's why i love that format and so i'm rebooting that and i'm going to make that um you know i guess my sort of flagship show in which case i'll do some i'll do solo some have a guest on like you know the stuff that we're like we're gonna do the um uh the alternative rock indie rock so i'm gonna put that underneath the musical journey and then the theme is alt rock uh for that that particular session um but have guests do interviews that kind of stuff uh on that that show so 
which is what I did in the past with it was you know, I'd have either interviewing people in the community or interviewing, uh, you know, unsigned bands or anybody really who wants to come on and we get to explore who who they are. Yeah, wow, cool. Yeah. Is that, uh, what about the newsletter? Because I oh, read yes. it a few weeks ago and there are these playlists that you sent, yeah. especially for us, the subscribers. So they are so different. I listened to um, uh, Not Soul Blues session. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted also, because it's also something that you offer to people. So, let me ask you, what do you think of that format? Because I have no know anybody else that's doing that kind of format. I think way, way back in the day, there used to be, and I can't even remember, I was trying to find them. I can remember they used to send out on every Monday, they would just send out a mix, new mixtape every Monday. Um, but anyway, but but they but without talk, it was literally just you know a collection of songs, which is cool in and of itself. Um, I've kind of adapted the you know when I, I'm sure you did too back in the days when we made a little mixtapes and you have your voice and you send it to your friends, especially if your friend didn't live where you lived at, and it was a way of communicating and hearing their voice. And yeah, so that was kind of the feel that I wanted to have for that. So make it a uh you know a newsletter a music oriented newsletter but instead of writing which now everyone's doing now you write a newsletter keep you up to date i thought well why don't i just do a you know a private radio show or mixtape for people uh, and use that format to one bring people up to speed on any news or and, and then explore um some piece of music as it's kind of relates to me in a sort of personal sense i guess in that way um and that and and to make it just exclusive to subscribers, so it's that an additional the benefit of being a subscriber is that I'll just make that available to subscribers versus you know the stuff I'm posting sort of elsewhere. For me, it was the first to have hmm. an audio newsletter on Dropbox, so yeah, I find it very very cool and useful. So again, you can listen it to it anytime you want yeah. you're not uh, oh i will miss this show and no it's just there for you to tune into it whenever you feel like and you mentioned about twitter so i wanted to ask um how do you how important is social media for this for social radio and how you found find this balance as in to not get to drown into social media and spend too much time there. For example, if I would like to start someday doing what you are doing, I think I, I would be a bit worried that I will spend more time on Twitter, uh, not necessarily to promote my myself, but to engage with people and to really build my community. So I know that social media is very important for social re radio, but how do you keep the balance? Yeah, so I, I don't know that you do keep the balance <laughs> because it's it's almost integral to the to the process, isn't it? In terms of you know, so um, you know, to find your tribe, as they say, you kind of have to be out there, and you have to be out there in a consistent way, and almost a over the top kind of way because there's so much noise already in the space. So. Essentially, you have to shout for attention 
Um, and yeah, you got to catch people's attention and then they, they'll have your, you got their attention for a fraction of a second. Um, and then they'll listen and they'll like it and they'll come back or they won't. Um, but I have a sales background and one of the things that I remember my first sales manager said that sales is a numbers game. You just have to talk to gazillions of people to find those ones that are interested in the product that you have. So we used to have to make a hundred new contacts a day. I had to be on the phone and call a hundred new people every single day uh, when I was working at this particular company. Uh, and and that whole idea is that it's like mining for gold. I've got to shift through all the coal to find those two or three people out of that hundred that might have been interested in the thing, the product that I was selling, which was stocks and bonds at that time. And I think it's the same here. If you think about, you know, there's so, you know, who needs a, a social radio? I just go on Spotify. It does everything for me. It, it makes a radio show for you every day. That you get a, you know, you get a new. Um, uh, they call it the drive time playlist you get. It has news. It has music that knows you. you likes. It's got podcasts. Podcast. It's got the sports. So oh, I need a person for it. <laughs> Spotify is doing it all for me. And um, so you've got Spotify and you've got Apple Music and you've got Deezer and you've got, uh, you've got YouTube and you've got Amazon is doing their thing with their music. Uh, I mean, it's just so much isn't it so it becomes that case of how do you get noticed in a, a crowded space like that um and so you're right i think you have to use you have to use social media to one find your tribe um and it's a way of staying engaged with your tribe in between the shows that you're doing um, so that you're building a relationship with people um via the social space Hence, then they want to come to, you know, I know people will say, I'll tweet that I'm on the show and they might've been doing something else, but then they see it and they go, oh yeah, and then they'll come over to, you know, to Mixcloud and, and hop on in. Um, I think you also connect people, not only that they come back, but for example, I connected with um, other co-hosts for your uh, sessions mm. through your Twitter and yeah. I, Absolutely. I, Connect I, I engaged and connected with other people. So Yeah, well, you bring people together, don't you? I think that's yeah. the, the thing. I think you can bring people together. And I know there's the downside of the. So if you use social media just to promote stuff, and then people just tune out because then they just see, you know, well, this person's just peddling this thing. Whereas people forget the social part of media, isn't it? So it's a social network that it's about, isn't it? So it's about having these conversations and engaging with folks and, you know, b building a relationship over time, although it's uh, virtual, um, it's still another human being on the other end of the thing. Um, and, then, you know, I've got friends, and I can put that in quotation marks, I get on the internet who I've known for years. I mean, I've never met them, but we've been since my early blogging days. I think I've been blogging since, like, you know, early 2000s. I've been blogging a long, long time. Um, and I got people on there that I met through my blog in the comments. Back in the days, there was no Twitter and this stuff. So it was just all, and you met people through the comments. Um, and I've met a few in real life. I remember uh, Kathy was, had a layover in London. I'd never seen her before, but it was weird because we were 
connected through our blogs because she had a blog and I had a blog and it's only just comments that we, you know, have that conversation through. Turns out um, she was from New Jersey, which is where I'm from. And she was only like, you know, maybe 20 miles or 30 miles apart from where I was in, in New Jersey. So we were, you know, our high schools probably played each other um, in sports. So, and, you know, we're the same age. Um, and then here I am in England and she's in, you know, Colorado and the internet thing sort of brought us together. Um, but then I got, you know, friends in Canada and other places that I've never met apart from through, um, you know, sort of the, well, just through the internet and the sort of social bit. So, and then mixed cloud now, as you see in some of the guys that are coming on to, um, and ladies coming into, um, the chat, California, Colorado, Boston, um, all these people whom, you know, the chance or likelihood that I'll, you know, meet them in person is very, very, very slim, but I'm getting to know them as, as individuals, as people through the social end of, uh, media. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. I got to I got this surprise for our hip hop and neo soul sessions on Mixcloud to reconnect with my friends from Romania. Just them being able to listen to us. And yeah, there were friends I haven't spoke to in months or weeks, mm. but they were there in the chat. Absolutely. So, and participating yeah. and sharing yeah. songs. And yeah. I got to get them to share some stories about you as well. <laughs> yeah. So I connected, <laughs> we connected them with you, you with them. I reconnected with them. So because my only means to talking with them would, would be like by initiative, I would have to initiate or them a call or something to catch up. But that was like no, something I don't know. I never thought about, I will do, I will be a co-host on a podcast and talk with my Romanian friends Mm. that I, maybe I never heard about them since I left the country. And that's what I think the social radio aspect is really cool when when it's live, isn't it? Because if it was just, if it was a podcast, like we're going to do this one, um, we have, you know, there's no one to come and participate in this conversation right now. So we'll yeah. make it, we'll edit it and, you know, get it out there. And yeah, people can listen in or put it in the comment, but it won't be real time yeah. conversation or real time sort of chat. Yeah. So yeah. that's the other part that I like about the whole sort of social radio or live podcasting, um, yeah. uh, whichever one is going to end up being called. I'm calling it social radio because I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think it's, uh, you know, and the strap line at one point, you know, I was saying, you know, make radio social again, but as in make it a place we come and we share stories and catch up with each other and, and do our and do our thing. So it's, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's about, it's it's about the social bit and the music is a conduit to you know that we can rally around because uh, like I'm not a I'm not one for uh, you know there's plenty of sort of music oriented kind of podcasts where they go really in depth into the artist and their history and dissect the song and take it apart you know not me at all <laughs> you know I barely know what year, year I won't know the year unless I look on you know on Spotify they'll tell you what year the album comes out so um, I actually I ne- love doing this but I realized that <laughs> I was 
too focused on this, saying, give the information, and you're trying to ask me, you know, how have you been bringing bringing this social uh, open up, have a conversation, have a discussion, and I was like, okay, we have this song, we have this artist, what I know about it, let's give information. It, it was like I was on a, on a news music theme. <laughs> or <laughs> you're much better at it than I was because I have no ideas. Like, oh, I like. My connection to the song is emotional connection. It, it makes me feel good. I like the bass line, but that's probably as in-depth as I go. But I think it's cool. I like it that people who have, you know, you know quite um, musical depth in that way and and, and um, can tell you about the song and where it was produced or how and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, did, I did my research, but then I realized this is social. So it mm. was in my mind, okay, so what? is the social means um tell me tell us a bit about poetry mm. your one of your passions because yeah you are you were you are a blogger a communicator a podcaster radio uh guy and how yeah tell me a bit about poetry and what poetry got to do with music mm. for you mm. I think they go hand in hand for me, poetry and music. And I know that lyrics are, can, you know, they're their own genre, but they can be poetry as well. Um, and in fact, when I'm, you know, one of the things, my attraction to music, um, you know, words are important to me, the lyrics of a song. And they from, and that's, you know, the, the poet in me loves the words <laughs> and, and and love the music too, but the words like, oh yeah, if they got if it's got some great words, oh I love it. And the bass line is the other part of the music that I like. Um yeah, so I've been in poetry, poetry has been a big part of my life since I was I guess maybe fifteen or sixteen is when I really got into poetry. It was kind of um it was my sanctuary, <laughs> so I was introduced to, and I had, and this is, you know, again, in the educators out there, the power that these folks have to make a subject, make you like a subject or hate a subject is tremendous. So I had a English teacher that was just passionate about poetry, and I was doing an independent study, and he just introduced me to so much stuff, like, and uh, but it just it expanded my world, like my favorite poets, T. S. Eliot, and you know, reading the Wasteland and. Uh, the Hollow Man, which was probably way above my pay grade in terms of, you know, intellectually, where it set at that age to be into that kind of poetry. But uh, it just turned my whole sort of world on sort of fire. Um, and I've loved it, ever, you know, ever since. Um, and it's something, you know, I write poetry. I used to write a lot more, um, you know, a few years back, so I didn't have it written. I mean, I write, I still write it, but not as intensely as I have done in the, you know, in the past, you know, like in the early 2000s. Like I did the the book, I think I wrote that in, um, in 2000, somewhere in the early 2000s, maybe. Um, but, you know, I was just writing every single day. Um, and I would do the spoken word poetry as well. So, like you know, you, you go to the stand up places and and the pubs and stuff. So I do that from time to time. And I just, you know, again, I did it a lot more than you know, kind of currently, presently do. But it's always it's always there. I think I um, like that whole side of the bookshelf, which the listeners can't see, but that's that's my poetry section over there. So, um, and it's just. 
I relate to poetry probably more than I do prose. I suppose my internal battle always comes with um, when you mention poetry to, you know, poetry is like dead to most people when they think of school and they think of Shakespeare and they think of um, stuff that they didn't like. And But it's so much more than that. And it's such a, again, it, poetry as a field of, you know, you can have all sorts of types and kinds of poetry. Like I'm not, I mean, I used to like write a lot of obscure stuff, like with lots of, you know, metaphors and and things that are referenced, you know, to other things. Because um, that's, you know, because my favorite poet, of course, is T.S. Eliot, and that was how he was. <laughs> you know, you had to read a thousand books to understand the the poetry. Then I got introduced to uh, people like Bukowski, Charles Bukowski, and um, and you know. You, then it was, you know, it's like, oh, wait a minute. It was very, oh, and Leonard Cohen, too. In fact, I was going to read his book, reread his book. That's one of my staples of going back to and keep rereading that one. But I'm in the mood to uh, read his uh, book. I guess it's over there. I'll get it later on. But um, but the simplicity of, of, of the words, and then in that is the power and that simplicity and simplicity of the words. But there's a lot, the image is really strong and kind of pokes you in the eye. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, and I like, um, like, I don't do a lot of the sort of rhyming poetry. Like lyrics would be, you know, every other line oh. is a rhyme, isn't it? So I, I don't do a lot of, I mean, I've written sonnets in the past, but I don't do a lot of that. I quite like doing the, Sort of free verse or blank verse, um, and doing um, what they call prose poetry. So that piece I played for you mm-hmm. at the start of this would be considered prose poetry, um, and it is lyrical flow to the words, but it's not prose as in um, narrative prose. Um, so yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm happy and proud of myself with this question now. <laughs> so yeah. how about you tell us what what it will be in uh, yours and our social radio uh, for this um, for this week, what you have in plan for us? Oh, for this week. So this week, uh, we've got the digital calm that's coming out on Tuesday. Hopefully I'll get the podcast out before then. Um, but that'll be that's every Tuesday. So if you didn't get don't get this podcast in time, it's every Tuesday from eight to nine thirty. Um, and then I've now got this space that's opened up on a Thursday. So I'll launch the musical journey show. Um, and I've only vaguely thought about what the show is going to be about on, but it'll be Thursdays from eight to nine thirty going forward as well. And I think. This week's um, going to be uh, probably just a free flow of songs and tell partly tell part of this story in terms of the musical journey, where it's come from, how I have it, and just kind of see who turns up in chat and we'll just kind of do our thing. But going forward, I'll pick a theme. It's like we've got ours coming up. And when is it? What's the date? First. First, first of July. July. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be musical journey show number two <laughs> but we're exploring on that one thematically we're exploring alternative and uh indie rock um, yes 
and I can share you my, which I won't share it now because I'll share it on the show. What my feelings about <laughs> about about these genres, about these genres and the labels of sort of rock, but I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's um, interesting again from hip hop to rock alternative, and I am into hip hop, not that much into rock, but. Mm. Hey, as I said, it's like an opportunity for me to just expand, open my mind. Yeah. Save it for the show. Don't say any more now. No. Like, I have a load of questions <laughs> to ask you about that. Like, it's how you. come out? Give me that one. The, <laughs> doing the talking now. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's what's that's what's coming up um this week. And this podcast will hopefully go out today or tomorrow. Um, as our sort of in between and leading up to our show of, of this sort of alt and indie rock show, so yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And how about if someone would like to approach you for a collaboration? Yeah. So how the... how it's how it would be the best way for for them to suggest an idea or. I think just connecting with me on Twitter is probably the best social network to connect with me on, as in because I live on there, as you probably see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because most of the, most of the time, people think, "How how should I do this? Should I send yeah. an email? Should I connect them?" So, no, nah, if you send me an email, I won't. I, I don't. I don't like emails. <laughs> That's the one That's thing. What I ask. Like, yeah, we... I'm not a big email fan. So yeah, so I think you can either Twitter or I guess you wouldn't have my. Yeah, because I spend a lot of time talking to people th on the messaging apps as well. So, um, but yeah, so Twitter's the easiest way to get a hold of me. It's just, you know, connect with me there, drop a DM, and then we can go from there. And then uh, that's the easiest. And I'm always open for all kind of collabs or um, now with the Musical Journey Show, turn them back into what it is, you know, to do interviews. If anybody's got any music that they're, that they want to bring some attention to. Um, happy to listen and play it. Um, yeah, that's the best way. <laughs> Twitter. Oh, I was trying. I was trying to remember how we connected. Well, it was in uh, digital calm yeah. chat. Yes. So then I think yeah, I looked for you. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. But yeah. I think we started to talk actually in the Instagram chat. Yeah, so, no, I'm, yeah. that's the other one. Instagram or Twitter if you want to, because yeah. fact, someone else from Mixcloud, that's where we've connected is via Instagram. I get it that it's uh, a lot of people don't, you know, there's a, you know, people don't like Twitter. I mean, I'm on all the social media mm -hmm. platforms yeah. personally, but I guess though, my, I find because you, so I love Instagram because I love photography and I love telling stories visual stories um and so instagram is a, a big platform for me but one of the things as a it's not a very it's a visual social media but it's not a good micro blogging platform yeah. um hence why i do the twi twitter um so yeah you can get a hold of me on instagram as well so cruise i'm so cruiser on all the social media places snapchat instagram facebook Twitter, <laughs> anyone you name, and it's a bunch of new ones I've just joined as well. So Clubhouse, <laughs> and I've just oh, and it's all these social audio things are coming up. I'm on I'm on yeah. Clubhouse. I'm on um, uh, what's it called? It's uh, Swell. 
I'm on um, lemur. <laughs> well, you're, you're all fun to talk. You're all fun to discuss, to talk, to share, to connect. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, but the staple one is, you know, Twitter will always be the place that I filter most things through. Um, so that's a good one. Yeah. Yep. And then wow, once we get to know you. each other, it's WhatsApp. <laughs> it's WhatsApp. <laughs> or, or Messenger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are my spaces. Yeah. Well, that's it from me. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, no, thank you. It's cool. It's good. It's always good to... For to, answering all my questions. <laughs> it's good to be on this end because it helps me to 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 crystallize my my sort of thoughts and thinking and where I've been and where I want to go and all that sort of stuff. So it's been... Uh, now I have so many more. I took some notes, but yeah, that's it for, for today. But from our talk... I have like another round of questions, so you can save it for yeah. the show. You can ask them. <laughs> you can ask <laughs> me on the uh, yeah. You can ask me on our alt indie show on the first yes, of July. Definitely. To chat between conversations, yeah, or to, between the music. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because we're in we're in my <laughs> element then. 